Unsolved, Killers Amongst Us, Episode 2, The Long Island Serial Killer. Referred to as the LISK for short, or alternatively as the Gilgo Beach Killer or the Craigslist Ripper, is one of the most mysterious and ominous unsolved serial killers of all time, and to this day, the trail runs cold, with over 10 bodies found in and around the remote beach towns of Gilgo and Oak Beach in Suffolk County, and the Jones Beach State Park area of Nassau County. Many strange incidences cloud this cold trail, including fringe murders, the potential for multiple murderers, and remains showing up decades apart in different locations. This strange tale begins not when the murders started, as this case has a convoluted timeline, but when the first notable connected disappearance occurred. On May the 1st, 2010, the disappearance of Shannon Gilbert was being investigated by the police in Suffolk County. She had disappeared in a strange haze of confusion. A 24-year-old prostitute, Shannon had come to Oak Beach in the night to serve as a client met on Craigslist by the name of Joseph Brewer. Driven by Michael Pack, her personal driver, to Oak Beach, she entered the house in a calm mood and the client and her left together for 15 minutes before returning. Upon exiting the bathroom of Brewer, Gilbert began acting erratically and called the police, a 26-minute recording that corroborates Pack and Brewer's accounts of attempting to calm a crazed Gilbert down, who seemed to be reacting badly to drugs and alcohol, by Pack's accounts, a standard mode of behaviour for Gilbert. After returning to his SUV in frustration at Gilbert's behaviour, Pack witnessed Gilbert sprinting away into the night neighbourhood after falling down the steps with her phone in hand. Nearby, Gustav Coletti was up early at 5am getting prepared for a car show when Gilbert slammed into his front door and rushed into the house where he threatened to call the police. She pleaded for him not to and told him, they are chasing me, before rushing out of the house again. Pack appeared soon and asked Coletti about Gilbert before returning home in New York after searching Ocean Parkway. By the time the police arrived, Shannon Gilbert had disappeared without a trace. Pack and Brewer had been cleared of suspicion as records in both accounts match. Two days after her disappearance, another neighbour, Dr. Pete Hackett, made a strange phone call to Shannon Gilbert's mother, claiming Shannon had come to his non-existent house for wayward girls and that he had taken care of her previously and had again that night. Two days after this phone call, he made another phone call where he denied ever making the first one, and he has since said that he cannot remember making the first phone call, though phone records show he was in Mrs. Gilbert's neighbourhood when he called her the first time. Shannon Gilbert would remain missing. Theories abound as to the nature of her disappearance, with some Redditors theorising that the driver and the client were part of it, or that it was Dr. Hackett, or that the Long Island serial killer was simply lucky enough to come across Gilbert as she ran away from the mysterious they. Was her bad drug reaction to blame for being afraid of her client and Michael Pack? Or had she glimpsed evidence that night that the two men were going to take a murderous route? Or had she seen the killer or killers chasing her through the house? Six months later, the police search was struck up. On the 11th of December 2010, a police officer and his dog came across the decomposed remains of Melissa Bartholomew, 24, an escort from the Bronx who had disappeared in July 2009. A week after her disappearance, she was phoned for five weeks by a sick man asking if she was a whore like her sister, with the nature of the calls escalating to the admission of Melissa's death and that he would watch her rot. The calls were traced all around New York and from a place called Manorville. Two days later, on the 13th of December, the search in the area had turned up three more victims. Maureen Brainard Barnes, 25, of Norwich, Connecticut, Megan Waterman, 22, of South Portland, Maine, and Amber Lynn Costello, 27, of North Babylon, New York. Each had been strangled to death and wrapped in burlap sacking and left in a similar area to the first victim, Melissa Bartholomew. It was at this discovery that the local police confirmed that this may be a serial killer. In late March and early April of 2011, 
Five more bodies were found on the Ocean Parkway strip. Three to the east of the original body ground, two to the west. Jessica Taylor, 20, originally from upstate New York, later Washington, D.C., disappeared from Manhattan in 2003. The remains found here, her skull, hands, and forearm, were found on the 29th of March and identified May 9th, 2011. Her torso was also found in Manorville, 45 miles east, in July 2003 on a pile of wood. Jane Doe 1's skull was found on April the 4th at Jones Beach and has been linked to a pair of legs found in a trash bag in April 1996 at Bluepoint Beach. Her hands, arms, and torso were missing. To the west of the site on the same day, the remains of Jane Doe number 3 were found wrapped in plastic. Three more bodies were found on the same day to the east. A male body, likely dressed as a female, found dead, likely dead for 5 to 10 years. Further along, an anonymous woman's remains were found, her head, right foot, and her hands. Her torso had been found in Manorville by hikers in 2000. Next to her were the remains of a toddler wrapped in a blanket, who was later identified as being the child of Jane Doe number 3. Police extended the search into Nassau County, where her skull and teeth were found. In November of 2011, the police declared that the 10 victims were definitely the victims of a serial killer. On December the 13th, 2011, Shannon Gilbert, the scared and missing girl from May 2010, was found face up in a marsh not far from where her clothing and wallet was found a week earlier. The police believe she drowned in the marsh while on narcotics, as evidenced by her behaviour on May the 1st, 2010 with her driver and client. Her toxicology report returned clear, but whether the weather had drained her body of narcotic traces and she drowned, or whether she was sober and murdered, is unclear. The autopsy report showed a broken hyoid bone and missing larynxes, injuries consistent with a homicidal strangulation. These murders are officially linked to the killer, but there are further murders that may be attributed to the Long Island serial killer. Police suspect 19-year-old Tina Foglia may be one of the early foundational murders of the Long Island serial killer. She disappeared on February 1, 1982 at a rock venue in West Islip. A known hitchhiker, she was found in three plastic bags with her ring missing along Robert Moses Causeway, which leads to Gilgo Beach. An unknown male's DNA was found on the plastic. On March 3, 2007, a Hispanic woman's remains washed up on Harbour Park Island Beach enclosed in a suitcase. She had been stabbed to death. She remains identified and is named Cherries due to two cherry tattoos on her chest. On March 21st, her leg washed up on Cold Spring Harbour Beach and the next day, her other leg washed up on Oyster Bay. She had been dismembered similarly to Jessica Taylor, Peaches and Jane Doe No. 6. Revisiting older cases, the police considered the case of Tanya Rush, 39, who was found on Southmore Parkway, dismembered and stuffed into a suitcase. On January the 23rd, 2013, the remains of a young Asian woman were found by a dog walker in Sheep Lane Beach near Oyster Bay. On March 16, 2013, a 31-year-old woman named Natasha Jugo was seen leaving her home. Her car was found parked near Ocean Parkway. Her clothes were found on Gilgo Beach the next day. Though her family believed she had a history of paranoia and believing people were following her and that she had simply wandered off, Sadly, her body washed up on the beach on the 24th of June 2013. Other remains have been found around Manorville with consistencies to the other murders, usually a plastic bag or sack wrapped around the victim and the victim dismembered and left to be found in a ritualistic place. Now here we get into the theory section. Two murderers. Theories abound that the Long Island serial killer is not one but two killers, practicing a territorial battle between them. One killer, the Strangler, strangles his victims and wraps them in burlap before dumping them en masse. The other killer, the butcher, dismembers his victims and wraps them in plastic bags and then keeps parts of the body for decades before putting them back out into the world. 
The phone calls to Gilbert's sister are consistent with the butcher's storage method, telling her he was going to watch her sister rot, suggesting an archival approach to the remains of his victims and a desire to shock police and the public by sending out the body parts years apart from each other. Another theory suggests that it's a single killer who started off dismembering his bodies and getting rid of them carefully years apart to throw the trail, and as he grew more experienced at his sick sport, he started to strangle his victims and dump them as it was easier, less messy, and didn't require him to keep the bodies in hiding places where the risk of his discovery would be greater. Here we get into the potential suspects. Dr. Pete Hackett was likely involved in the death of Shannon Gilbert, who was an outlier in this case. His behaviour towards the mother over the phone is consistent with the Long Island serial killer's habit of calling the families, and the nature of his claims that he had seen her and helped her that night and then his change of mind suggests he knows more than he is willing to disclose. He has repeatedly fainted and had false heart attacks when asked about the night, and the records show he in fact did make the phone call. He may have killed Shannon Gilbert, but his involvement in the rest of the murders seems unlikely at best. Another suspect is James Burke, Suffolk County Police Chief, who frequented the use of escorts and one escort even stated that he may be involved in the killings. He consistently blocked FBI investigations into the murders and was arrested and jailed after beating a man who stole his sex toys and questionable pornography collection. He is currently jailed. Joseph Brewer was Shannon Gilbert's client the night she disappeared, but the phone recordings and eyewitness accounts of Michael Pack seem to absolve both of them of involvement. Suspect X the most likely candidate for the killer, was arrested in 2017, a carpenter from Manorville named John Bitleroff. He is guilty of the murders of two prostitutes in 1993 and 1994, both strangled, and he is suspected of a third murder. He is currently a suspect in the case and is serving two life sentences. His residence is in Manorville, and it's central to the location of multiple murders, and as a carpenter, he had a wide area of travel and an intimate knowledge of the local area. The adult daughter of one of his victims, Rita, was also best friends with Melissa Bartholomew, a Gilgo Beach victim. Melissa Bartholomew had made many phone calls to Manorville before her death. He lived three miles from where the bodies of Jessica Taylor and Jane Doe No. 3 were found. He is currently serving a 50-year sentence in Downstate Correctional Facility. The investigation into the unsolved murders continues to this day. Though it is likely John Butroff is the Long Island serial killer, he has confessed to nothing from prison. In June of 2019, a proposal to use modern methods of DNA evidencing to identify the Long Island serial killer was put out. This case is horrifying and one of the most widespread and horrendous unsolved cases of all time. It continues to this day and remains unsolved. For further discussion on this fascinating case, please consult Long Island Serial Killer on reddit.com and like our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join us next week for our episode on the Highway of Tears. Thank you for joining us today on Unsolved, Killers Amongst Us. Unsolved.